Good Vibrations. Welcome to episode 219. And today I'm speaking with the organiser or one of the co-organisers of an important upcoming event. It's called Shattering the Illusion and it's described as a conference on natural law, true anarchy, consciousness, mind control and the occult. So we've got James Cordner on the show. Welcome along, Bob. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me, man. No worries. Now, this is quite an event you've got lined up. Some amazing names from the truth and freedom scene. Chris Janssen, Ivan Iola Jr., uh, yourself, Jennifer Rose, Joe Murray, who's your co-organizer for this, Mark Passio, Nathan Redette, Sean McCann, Will Keller. Uh, you just added Vinny Eastwood, and I'm going to be doing a talk on this one myself. So yeah. uh, an amazing lineup. Plus, you've got new music from Diesel Automatic and Joe Murray. So, yeah, got to give you kudos and respect for lining up quite an incredible schedule there, brother. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you very much. You know, it, it really came together very, very nicely. Uh, every single person that we asked to be a part of this ended up agreeing to come on board and be a part of this, which is like very, it's a very nice feeling when, you know, you're, when you're in a, a community of people that are ready and willing to do some, I mean, it's, it's online, it's an online event, you know, there's not a lot of traveling going on, but that does not take away from the, the hard work and the effort that people put into these, uh, subjects that they want to talk about, you know, and help raise awareness, uh, about, you know, because, uh, what I was getting at is just like, you know, they, they're willing to do the hard work. These people that, that are onboarded for the, the event, the conference, if you will. And it's just really puts a smile on my face to know that the, that no one's backing down from the challenge, you know? Exactly. So would you have preferred to have done this as an in-person live event if it had been logistically possible? So when Joe and I first, uh, really, yeah. So yes, to answer it more forwardly, yes. But when Joe and I first, you know, started talking about organizing something like this, we, so what it really came down to was, is that I went out to breakfast with my family one morning and the place that we enjoy going to is next door to a theater and the theater seats about 200 people. And we were in the waiting room, the lobby of that theater waiting for a, a table to open up. And the owner of the theater was in there kind of cleaning up the lobby for an event that he was having later on that day. And I started talking to him and I was, you know, he gave me a little bit of a tour around the place and, and, uh, he was telling me about how he rents it out and everything. And I was thinking to myself, well, this would be great. I could start doing, you know, live presentations for, you know, however many people show up. And I was telling Joe about it and he goes, oh, we could do a conference. And I said, oh, no kidding. So we we entertained the idea at the very, very beginning, but it became very clear, very quickly that in order to get, uh, people there to give their, uh, speeches and their presentations, it would be very difficult. It would be very, uh, very, very difficult in terms of like how much money it would cost. It'd be very expensive. And, um, it wasn't something that really felt, I really felt comfortable, uh, with the idea of like charging a lot of money for something like this. It kind of doesn't sit right with me. So we went the other route of doing it online because of people like Brandon Martin and Will Keller, the, and his, uh, Will Keller and his crew, Brandon Martin and his crew, you know, Brandon Martin, he did the seed conference you were at last year and Will Keller and his natural freedom Alliance, uh, 
you know, John Rowland and Chris Jansen and, and a bunch of other people. They're putting on together the funnel conference. They did the one in February. They're doing another one a uh, couple, actually a week from now. So uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but they're doing one September 10th and 11th. And they did one back in February. So when we were thinking about how else would we be able to gather a bunch of you know truth seekers and truth speakers together to kind of amplify the messages that they have to provide, we definitely considered the live and in-person one, but we fell back on the idea to do one online because we knew it was possible thanks to people like Brandon Martin and Will Keller and their respected crews that, that you know, through those conferences online. And we, you know, I, I attended the Seed Conference and the Funnel Conference, um, not as a speaker, just as a, as a listener, and really took a lot from, from them, uh, how they did their thing. So... Um, yeah, it was, I would love to be able to do one of these things in person. It's not never off the table. Mm. We just have to see how something like this can grow and get, get recognition and, and, uh, what kind of turnout it can really bring. Um, I also kind of, am starting to organize a meetup group here in new England. I'm in New Hampshire. So I'm trying to organize a meetup group here, uh, you know, taking from, uh, taking idea the idea from like people like Mark Passio and Will Keller, especially uh, who I, I speak to uh, often enough to understand that like he has a meetup group along with John Rowland and Chris Jansen, Leslie Powers, and a bunch of other great people that they call themselves the Natural Freedom Alliance, and that's how the Funnel Conference started. And thinking about that up here in New England, and hopefully can gather around some really interesting people with interesting ideas and topics to try to, you know, put forward, how do we survive in a world with no ruling class? You know, like what steps can we really take to step back and away from a ruling class that, because ultimately that's what we're trying to raise awareness of is that these people are illegitimate and they don't have the right to tell us what to do and we're not causing any harm. So we should be able to be left alone. And how do we live in a world that looks like that, you know, where we grow our own food, we preserve our own water, we make sure that we're, you know, operating uh, kindly, operating without violence, with, you know, within our respected communities. So, I mean, um, when it comes to our conference that we're putting on, that's ultimately the goal is to raise awareness of the bad <laughs> the bad things while also providing solutions to those bad things and to try to get to people that are really like aware that there's something wrong with the world. They can't quite put their finger on it, but they know something's there. That's not supposed to be. And you know, they're, they're just not all the way awake yet. So, um, right. I could ramble on all day, <laughs> but, uh, Does yeah. It surprise you? Does it surprise you in any way that there aren't events of this nature absolutely everywhere by now in the year 2022 that every major city in the world doesn't have an event of this nature because it's so obvious what we're facing it's so blatant the tyranny and the attempted enslavement of all humanity you would think that so many people would have twigged it by now and would be aware of what's really going on that there would be an appetite for events of this nature all over the world and yet we don't get that does that surprise you in any way uh no 
No, it doesn't. I think people are uh, are beaten down, and they don't feel they feel alone. I think that was one of the major things that they did with this past like this past couple of years with the you know the pandemic or scamdemic, whatever, however people like to refer it as, to make mm-hmm. it kind of you know. But I think that the ultimate goal of that whole entire thing was to kind of seal the deal on how well people operated within a community, and that make people feel alone and uh, downtrodden at the same time and just basically just disempower people to the fullest uh, extent that they could right now. However, given the idea that we have this beautiful technology called the internet, even though it's a DARPA program, um, (laughs) we could get into that if you want, but uh, even though we have, we have this internet where we could do online events like this and and do the best we can, people still feel alone and they feel trapped. Um, And, here in the United States, it's not a surprise that people would hesitate to gather around in groups like this, um, given the current, you know, political division in this country and the, the, the quickness that people really have to, you know, slap a label on another person as a, this or a, that your left wing, your right wing extremist or left wing extremist cities being burned down in 20, the summer of 2020, people getting shot and the people and you know for attacking another person but the person that was getting attacked is the one that ends up being put on the stand um really just a lot of political division going on in the United States and people are afraid i think that's really what it ultimately really comes down to uh you know you could talk about loneliness you could talk about you know uh political division but i think really the the result of all of those things is fear and that the amount of fear that people have on a daily basis, it doesn't inspire them to get up off their asses and to do something about it. You know, they, they, they get afraid and next thing they, next thing, you know, they, they aren't aware of their surroundings. They have trouble, you know, connecting dots and making correspondences with themselves and the rest of the universe and how things work together. And it's really, I think, you know, time that, we start making it normal to do things like this, even if it's online and carry that energy over into our daily lives and try to speak to people in person, of course, you know, but this is a, this is a start. This is, so these online events can definitely be a a, a catalyst to something greater where we do start doing things in person more. And we do start going, Hey, you're not alone. You're not. You're always going to feel that way though, until you open your mouth and you start speaking about it. Because as soon as you start speaking about it, other people are going to go, yeah, I, I feel that way too. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me too. And then you can kind of figure out a solution to the problem together. You know, sure. it's a, it's a big enough problem where one person can't solve it, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I'm really not surprised at all that this isn't going on, you know, in more places. Uh, you know, and for, you know, if, for that matter, like that's also what we're trying to stop by using the internet and the technology to reach more people. So they don't feel alone. That's why when we like people like Ivan and myself, uh, and there's other people out there that have no problem, you know, putting a stamp on their general location. Ivan's got Free Your Mind Arizona. I've got Free Your Mind New England. I know of another kid that's got Free Your Mind Missouri. Uh, he's starting that up. 
There are other people out there that have no shame in putting a stamp on where they're located at, not necessarily where their house is, like no doxing or addresses or anything like that. But hey, this is my general area, you know, Um, and I got your back. I'm fortunate enough to live in New Hampshire where like the largest concentration, and I don't really know how much I appreciate libertarians because they still think that there should be some sort of ruling class where I I do not. Um, But fortunately, there's enough libertarians in this state where they have a very difficult time getting one over on our general human rights, you know? And so I feel pretty fortunate to be up here. Um, sure. Yeah. So I seem to oscillate daily between feeling that anyone who's ever going to wake up will have done so already because like I said, it can't get any more blatant, but also feeling that many, many more could still be reached through the right effective methods. So depending on my mood on any given day, I could take either one of those standpoints. Do you find yourself fluctuating between those different states of mind yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, unfortunately, like I feel my feel like I feel, you know, more toward people not being awake, um, mostly. And that's what gets me going. That's what makes me, that's what drives me is to just like, you know, again, to use my voice and to speak about these things and try to like, even if it's just, you know, little slogans here and there of like, you know, uh, about natural law and like how, you know, just to get people's attention to say things like, yeah, Hey, this government is slavery. You know, like they're, they're, they are the slave masters, you know, to take some, to take some, you know, of these uh, slogans that other people have come up with, just just for attention's sake, just to get people going. Wait, what? What did you say? You know, um, to try to like help teach them a little bit, get them upset. <laughs> I guess is a, is sometimes a good approach, but you got to be careful. <laughs> and, Amazing and, that we have to do this with our lives. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not anything I ever planned for, to tell you the truth, Mark. It, it's no. not nothing I ever planned for. But as soon as the pandemic happened, and I was just sitting here, I had my son, and my wife was pregnant, and my daughter was on the way, and like we just had a lot of good things happening in our lives uh, together. You know, got married and got the house and all this other other seemingly good stuff where it's like, yeah, we have a solid stable type of atmosphere where we can raise our, our, our children and have a, have a family. And then next thing you know, it really just like, you know, I'd always been, uh, I'd always known that, you know, something's not right. I never trusted the government. I was a kid when nine 11 happened. And like, I remember, uh, you know, before that, when Clinton was in the white house and he's getting BJ's in the oval office and doing all this crazy stuff. And my parents were always like talking trash about the government and, and how the president's a scumbag and how like, you know, you can't trust any of these people. And that was like, okay, so there's this big, huge machine out there that no one can really do anything about. Right. And that was my mindset for a very long time, you know? So it was like, never really go along to get along, but just kind of keep my head down and hope they don't come after me type of type of mentality, you know? Um, uh, so like, you know, as far as that goes, like, that's why we tried to like, just have this, you know, try to keep to ourselves as much as we can, you know? And it was like, yeah, not really fully awake to the extent. Cause I never thought that they could really affect my life that much. I thought that that big machine out there was, uh, you know, doing things to the rest of the world. And I didn't never really, I never really, uh, I never really took it like they were trying to do things to me, 
You know, they, they just, oh, they taxed me and they hired police officers. And that's about the, that's about the extent of it. Like, that's what I thought. <laughs> I never thought in a million years that they could ever do anything like that. And fortunately enough, like it really just, you know, kickstarted my whole entire waking up process. Um, really just kind of sealed the deal on a lot of things to be, to be quite honest. Uh, but you know, a lot of other people out there, they, you would think, you would think that they had a similar story. You know, where they go, oh, this is really messed up. I don't want to do this. And the next thing you know, they you would think that they would just go, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. But thanks to things like the public school system, and both your country and ours having adopted the uh, Prussian education model, it's no surprise to me that they would just go along because that's what their whole entire life has been. They've been trained like a little dog to go along with everything that their precious little leaders have told them to do. And uh, it's our job at this point in time to kind of like make enough noise in there to, to, to distract them from all of that and to see if they can, uh, kind of get on board with a better idea, a, a better, a better plan than the one that the, the one that the government has. Um, because hmm. it's, you know, it's really, it's really going to kill them and they don't want to, they don't want to hear that. They think that it's not, they think that they're, that their little overlords are going to be there to save their lives and that it's all about safety and blah, 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 which sounds nice. Yeah. Who wants to be in danger? I don't, but I also know that when I am, it's no one else is going to help me, but me. So I got to know what to do when that danger comes. But I mean, man, it, it really is just really sad, you know, that this whole situation, you would think that, that like that, that something so drastic as, as what they've been pulling the last couple of years would wake people up. And you would think that even in the last month, the things that they've been rolling out, how even in my country, the CDC has rolled back all of its, you know, mandates and all this other crazy stuff. There's all sorts of stuff coming out about uh, the vaccines and, and there's uh, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of things coming out about the public school system and how they abuse kids is all types of things going on right now in, in the U S and I think even in more places across the, across the world, but people still want to hold on to their archaic systems that have put them in the position that got them to be the little little mindless slaves that they were when the whole ship kicked off. They want to hold on to the oh you're abusing us you're abusing us but please don't go. It's like it's like Stockholm syndrome. It really it just it's hmm. it's um not just uh, Stockholm syndrome but it's also something called dependent personality disorder. And I liken it to how Harley Quinn holds on to the Joker, even though the Joker is like pushing her out of windows and damn near killing her all the time. And she still loves him. She won't let him go. These people are the same exact, have the same exact relationship with government. And it's, it's on people like us who understand this to not shut up about it. Even if we're getting, you know, even if we're getting pulled offline, then go to your neighbor, go to your neighborhood. <laughs> you know, if you're getting silenced online, they can't, they can't stop you unless you let them, you know? Hmm. So shattering the illusion, Saturday, 24th of September, the main value of this is not going to be preaching to the choir, to the already awake who are going to know a lot of the information already. It's going to be getting hold of the semi-awake or those just in the first stages of that process of coming to terms with the fact that the world is nothing like they've spent their entire lives thinking it is. That's where the real value of this is going to lie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, that, that is, uh, that is exactly right. That's exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to, um, kind of make this a more, 
digestible uh, digestible event, digestible topics for people that are more willing to kind of shrug them off as things that they, you know, they can't do anything about it. Like, oh, why even bother? So like, that's why we have certain, we have a lot of topics about, you know, um, about different things that people willingly do throughout their lives to themselves and to their loved ones. We have, uh, we have topics about, about mind control, about, you know, the certain medications that people are put on. We have topics about, you know, generational trauma when it comes to how, uh, the youngest of us are treated when they're born. We have, we have all a whole day of just real things that we can really do something about to make the world a better place and to make, to make it so that the ruling class does not have as much of a grip on us as they do things that go against what you could call the status quo, if you will, of just, you know, submitting to the whims of a group of people who pretend to care about us when they truly just don't, because the way that they act, that's not how somebody acts toward another who they care about. Like that's not just, not, it's just not. So the main goal is to, um, is to, raise more awareness and and we're going to use our our platform to uh and, and our and our online communities and everything like that with the people that we already know you know like how i know sean mccann and joe murray and ivan and they know people and they're gonna go oh yeah yeah, yeah. but we're really trying to get is the ones that do know to bring a friend to bring a family member you know with them and go hey like this is entry level uh, type of type of uh, knowledge here about uh, all sorts of different topics ranging from like I said like you know bio biochemical mind control and uh, and you know to the monetary system to the what you're talking about with with the media propaganda propaganda and you know Mark Passio talking about uh, psyops you know it's all entry level to like get people um, to get people intrigued really and to get people to want more and uh hand them try to try to we're trying to make it so that it's not all doom and gloom where it's like yeah these are some bad things that are happening but guess what like with with the right choices we can actually you know do something about this stuff sure so there's things out there that that happen when when it comes down to like you know chemtrails and you know other things that go on that happen that we really don't have much control over. We, we just don't. Um, at the moment, we don't. But there are things that we can do that will lead, that, that we can take control over. Um, as far as, are you watching too much television? Well, when, it, when the, that screen is on, what is, what is going on? Like, what are you watching? You know, how about you just turn it off? Because you can. You don't have to buy a television. That's one way. To, <laughs> that's one way to not let them take control over your life not let them not invite them into your mind because that's what you're doing every time you turn that device on you're inviting them into your mind to shape reality for you and you can just as easily not do that you could just as easily not put your kids in public schools you know you could not play along with the taxation system that they've built that creates wage slaves you could just as easily not play along with that you could do things like agorism shade tree uh stuff where 
you know, you're trading services in order to get, in order to build a community. You could just as easily do that, you know? Uh, So it's like, these are the, these are the hard hitting topics that we're really trying to raise uh, awareness of, try to put power back in the hands of the people. Um, Or not even to say it like that, but to remind people that that power never really left, that they still have it. They can't really ever get it taken away from them, but they can be tricked into thinking that they don't have it. They can be tricked into thinking that they gave it away, but they never really did. See, like that's, that's my take on it. <laughs> All right. So you've got a whole host of different names there. Most of them seem to be on the One Great Work Network as content creators, as we are. And I guess everyone's going to be tackling a different aspect of all of this. Uh, there's some speakers that are really hot on personal sovereignty, uh, natural law. There's others that can talk about mind control for days. My talk is going to be the weaponization of psychology or the uh, military grade psychological techniques that have been used to brainwash and mind control the masses to get the agenda pushed forward. Uh, then you've got others who are really hot on the occult, symbolism and such. So everyone's bringing something different to the table, I guess, which is the beauty of our community. We've got a lot of specialists and a lot of knowledge, a big knowledge pool to be dipped into. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Sorry, I got your topic wrong. I thought you were I thought you were talking about media propaganda or, or well, perhaps it, it, it is going to involve that. Oh great. Awesome. Um, it's it's really just the way that they're using social scientists and behavioral scientists and psychologists to drive these agendas because they know how mm-hmm. to manipulate the human psyche and they do that through the mainstream media and they do it through entertainment. So it's gonna be all aspects of that basically. Yeah, like people from like the Tavistock Institute and, exactly. and yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Uh, exactly. because that, that's something that again that people can just as easily just turn it off. They don't, yeah, they could just as easily not, not go and buy that stuff or, or listen to that. You know, it's really just that simple. And yeah, yeah. To take advantage of your ability to make choices for yourself. Right. Um, but to, to talk more about, uh, the, like the wide range of talent, man. Yeah. You're not kidding. There are people out there uh, that we have involved, you know, um, that are, very good. Like Sean McCann, for instance, is very good with occult knowledge. Very, very good with uh, things with the, uh, pertaining to mind control techniques. And when it comes to sure. like, especially you know, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, you can't, you can't deny that he's done his work. He has done his work on that, you know, and it's fantastic work. And fortunately this time around, he's, he's going to be talking about something that parents do to their, to their uh, male babies when it comes to circumcision and, and how that is just an, absolutely unnecessary thing to to do in fact what you're really and he's gonna he's uh really gonna do put a, forward a very good effort to expose the unnecessary element of this whole entire procedure how it how it's just not how it's gross <laughs> and um how we can you know really just <clears throat> excuse me start to say no to to certain institutions you know I'm, yep. I'm very, very pleased with the, with the amount, because it's a little bit of something for everybody, right? It's a little bit of something for everybody when, when you get down to it, you know, and, uh, people like Nathan are, are really going to, are, are really going to get a good, a good amount of attention on this because of the topic that he's decided to choose when it comes to talking about hemp, you know, and a lot of people are going to want to learn more about that. They're going to go, wait a minute, what? And it's, 
hey, <laughs> you know, you can't deny uh, any of that <laughs> for sure. There's plenty of evidence out there for the things that he's going to be talking about. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very pleased with with that. You know, the ability that we're going to have to reach a lot of people, and uh, and to try to help wake them up a little bit more, just a little bit more. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to follow in the footsteps of the Free Your Mind conference, I guess, from several years ago. There's going to be elements of Anarchapulco in there and Seed, like you mentioned. Uh, so how can people get involved in watching this? Do they need to subscribe or register in any way, or can they just jump straight on wherever it's going to be streamed? Uh, well, they people should be aware of that, that there are many, the many uh, different channels or platforms that this is going to be streamed at. They could tune in on the One Great Work Network at onegreatworknetwork.com. Uh, they can also, we're going to try YouTube. We're going to try it. We're going to go for YouTube. <laughs> um, but you can also go to shatteringtheillusion.info right there on the home page. Take bets on how long it will remain on YouTube in minutes before we I think uh, I think I'm going to open up with saying about 62 minutes. <laughs> it's probably going to last about an hour on YouTube, but I yeah. do recommend that if you know if you are going to be to, uh, trying to trying to watch it on YouTube, that you have maybe on your browser you have not only the YouTube uh, on, but maybe another tab on your browser with a website like Odyssey on yep, there have a plan you know? b for sure yeah so you don't miss them so you don't miss anything and uh in case we do get you know taken down one area we are just keep going on another so odyssey they're not going to take us down uh they haven't they haven't touched a single moment of my content on there and i've talked about damn near everything that we have going on on the conference uh yeah. so it's going to be here. yeah it, it's going to be that platform that's going to be uh, probably the one that we we are going to be able to rely on the most. I think that Twitch is going to be good as well because that's what the network is run off of, and they don't ever get taken down there, as far as I know. So we're we're looking like we're going to have a, a couple that are solid and a couple that are a little iffy. So I suggest that you know we have. Uh, I think that's my cat upstairs. Um, I suggest that if we if you're watching it on YouTube that you or Facebook that you have something back backing it up because uh, you know, we're going to try, you know, you got to go where the people are and and they're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. I hate those platforms. I really don't like using them, but like I said, we got to go where the people are. Yeah. Is there a hub website where uh, you get links to all these other streaming platforms? Is there a a sort of one-stop shop for it all? Yeah, you go to shatteringtheillusion.info and explore that website and uh, and you'll be able to figure out everything that you need to know about the conference from there. Right on the home page of shatteringtheillusion.info is the uh, video player that when we go live on the day of, you'll be able to watch it right there. Below the video player, there's a, uh, there's a, a chat room where you'll be able to uh, actually put your questions in and we'll be able to see it. It's going to be great. It's uh, powered by Twitch. It's the same technology that the One Great Work Network uses. Why, this is why I'm confident that we won't get taken down on that platform. Um, and, you know, so, yeah. So, but you can go to the about, uh, I want to say it's the about page on that net, on that uh, website. And you'll be able to find all the other platforms that we're going to be featured on. 
All right. And what times is that running from until on Saturday, 24th of September? So we're aiming to start around 9 a.m. And we're going to have the first round of speakers go. And then, is it Eastern? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 9 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. That's where, yeah, that's where I'm located. So, um, okay. and then we're just going to go with the first round of speakers. And then we're going to break and have a live Q&A session with people that are in the uh, in the UK and, and uh, Europe, uh, respectively, that we're going to be able to take it, take uh, consideration for their time frame and, and how much time is, you know, is uh, different between my time and, and you guys's time. So that way, if there's anybody that has questions for the morning portion, so uh, we're going to be able to field those questions because I really like to have a little bit of uh, what, what would you say? A little bit of interactive, uh, you know, a little bit of an interactive element between us and the viewers. So questions and answers, uh, will be able to uh, be be done. So I guess what we need everyone to do, those of us that are on board with this information already, is to try and get friends, family members, colleagues, associates to watch this, those that most need to get these messages. So there's a bit we need to do on our parts to make sure there's an audience of the type that... Yeah, yeah. It's just as simple as, you know, so what we're planning on doing is... Um taking into consideration that, you know, not, not everybody is ready to sit down for, for 12 hours and watch the whole thing. And that's perfectly fine. So what we're planning on doing is just before the, uh, just, just before like probably like about a week before, maybe a little bit longer before the uh, conference actually airs is to come up with the itinerary of the day, the set list, if you will, and who's going when and put a timeline out there and, and start sharing that around that way when somebody that wants to, you know, help one of their family members or friends with, uh, you know, the waking up process, help them out a little bit more, they'll be able to say, Hey, look, here's a topic that you might be interested in. Why don't we sit down and, and watch this live presentation around noon or whenever it ends up being, uh, you know, like, like my presentation, for instance, is going to be about how, how uh, the pro- how children get medicated with like psychostimulants and the how common it is for uh, public education teachers to have a hand in that and how we can how we can stop that and you know if somebody's like oh yeah 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 I want to learn more about about this uh, about this topic and how bad these psychostimulants are for for children well you can tune in at whatever how whatever time it ends up being. You know, so that's something that we have in mind to kind of uh, narrow down things for for new people, and also took into consideration that a lot of people have trouble with uh, attention spans. So having every topic, having every speaker have a slot of like one hour seems to seems to be something that will work out pretty well. Average on average, people can last about you know forty five minutes to an hour. Before they're like, whoa, what's what else, what's going on over there? Oh, look, something shiny, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, we're taking taking a lot of things into consideration for people, you know. Right. So, well, it's going to be a very historic event, man. So, uh, commend you again for putting it all together alongside Joe Murray. Thanks again for inviting me to be involved. Very happy to be a part of things, and looking forward to it greatly.
24th of September. Shatteringtheillusion.info is where to go to uh, get to watch it. And we put the link in the show notes below. So other than that, just want to thank you for coming on today. This is just for I'm picking up the vibrations I'm picking up the vibrations